Welcome to We Heard About Pluto. A Thank you. Oh, very nice. And we'll just give it one more second. Nope. Okay, great. Uh, welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. And JP, special thanks to you. Um, we are, we're the psych boys, ladies and, ge- ladies and gentlemen. I'm Riggs, it's George JP. What's up, boys? Hey. hey. Hello. Mm. Briggs, welcome, welcome to our podcast. You always welcome us, but I, I want you to feel welcome too. I do. I, feel I will maintain my silence on thanking you for the welcomes <laughs> and also on welcoming you. Just- I'm not surprised you're maintaining your silence coming off the heels of what I'm like to call. I'm calling it, and many others are too, is granola apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Which is, I have seen this. Briggs, what I have seen mean? this get thrown around. Yeah. What, what do you? What does that mean exactly? Well, not to take up too much time for a huge digression here, but <laughs> our, our our friend George took a little trip to New Orleans recently, not to give too much away. And in my mind, I'm like, wait a second, Nola, what what's got Nola in there? Granola. Hello. It took me like a few days to come up with that. Oh, I'm actually just now getting it. <laughs> Didn't. Doesn't I, I don't see the connection. Do they make a lot of granola? Well, you see like grub. It's in the name. It's in the name, like the words. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Now. Now I know you mean. Oh, OK. See, now I feel bad because I really unleashed on you um, yeah. the lawyers and whatnot when it, when it didn't. But I said, George, take a video eating granola and be like, I'm eating granola. Look at me. George Heffler eat granola in Nola. And then like a big guffaw. I and believe I there was, was a guarantee of virality. <laughs> yes, I did say that. Well, we never know. We'll never know now because the video did not come. And not only did like the, that's not the worst part about it. You think the bit's bad, which is impossible. But you think that I never said that. It's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> but the tone, I just got it. JP, JP, listen to what George's ass says. And you were in the DM, so you know. Uh, I, I don't think either of us were clear on what you were talking about. <laughs> Uh, I thought that it was like, oh, it's Jazz Fest. And then the weekend after Jazz Fest is, is Granola Fest in New Orleans. And I wasn't really sure what the connection really was. I guess it's my fault. For tell us, tell us, tell us what, uh, what, what my response was, because I think that this is perfectly reasonable. <laughs> George's ass says they're out of granola in, in Nola. Out Boom. of granola. Done and dusted. Tried, failed. I asked, I said, hey, you have any granola? They said, no, we're out. What do you want me to do? You like you went to the New Orleans storefront (laughs) and you were like, hey, New Orleans, the mayor, do you have any granola? I didn't even have to. I just asked the first store owner that I saw. I said, excuse me, do you have any granola? He said, no, we're out. I said, well. Well, they had this is a clearly a representative George, 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 of you know New what, Orleans. You know what? There, there was no Nola in Nola. Wow. Okay. Right? Now we're right? talking. Isn't now that I get it. This, now that I get it, like it this is funny. If we just said it like that, we would have. We really. There would have been so many goals. But I was trying to say the whole damn time. I got <laughs> man. I, think it, I don't think so. Sorry. And now that I get it, it's funny. I just didn't. <laughs> this is. Yeah. This is you know what, George? George, that granola joke that you made is very funny. It's a good joke. Yeah. Well, the history books will be the judge of of what happens here. I hope. <laughs> and this is the second viral idea I give you: George in the City, Sex in the City style show, where it's the exact same characters except for you instead of Sarah. That's in production. Well, I heard a lot of the the, the cast said no, so I, I don't know. Except where for whoever the one is that didn't go back to Sex in the City, she's coming. To oh, my yeah, Kim Trell, yeah, she's coming to your show. <laughs> 
and she's scatting. Scatting. Yes, no. she, she she has that famous scatting video. Her husband oh, is right. a musician. She's, yeah, that's right. And she's, she's like, scatting. I like to scat along with him. Scooby Doo Bop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, good for you, Cadrell. Now, guys, I, I have a I have a a, a surprise uh, 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 that I want to get you hyped for later in the oh episode. Gosh. Okay. When oh we talk gosh. about, we're going to talk about pineapples, and I there's, there's 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 just it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be big big one. You know, wow. we're recording second to last episode of the season. Of course, the contest oh ends at the end ultimate. of the season. I we did see JP um, ride up in a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. I did see that too. I didn't know if that was connected. Oh, there's that. It's got that weird Amazon spoiler on it. I can see it in the <laughs> background. Well, it's here. It's just spoilers for Amazon's TV shows. Mm, oh, that's mm, mm, mm. so that's kind of shit. That's where I went wrong with like the whole that's like kind of the whole granola nola thing encapsulated, yeah. which is how I'm not able to come up with yeah, uh, words. Just keep workshopping. Like yeah, I'll keep workshopping, but let's get. Yeah, we have a good episode today, boys. We have the penultimate one of season three. And what does that mean? Um, it means the next. Is that like you're given a rating early? Like it was. Oh, it was penultimate. Oh, it's like the the ultimate extreme. Well, it um, is extreme. I'm reading on uh, Bing.com that it is the second to last. So that's what it means. Second to last. Episode of season three, yes, called wow. Tuesday this Tuesday the seventeenth. Now, where does that title come from? That title, I thank you for asking, JP. It comes from <laughs> a very kind of an underground film called Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, 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 that's that one where the, the kid's unlucky and he keeps running into things. <laughs> yeah, it's about killers. He, he's in your dreams. He's a yeah. dream killer. Oh, oh he's the dream right. guy. The he's dream got guy. a burned up face. Yeah. So he wears the white mask over it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I get Don't it. sleep. Don't Don't no doubt, did no, you guys no did, doubt song? Did you guys count it on your fingers? Right. One, two, Tuesday mm-hmm. the 17th is coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Three, four. Ooh. Better lock the door because the Tuesday. still Tuesday the 17th is Tuesday coming the for 17th. you. Yeah. It's a spooky day. It's uh-huh. Tuesday the 17th. Is the first Tuesday after Friday the Thirteenth? Wow! Um, can I tell so you it something? Exists, it exists in the same universe where a Friday lands on the thirteenth. Yeah, that's true. That's and wild. can I tell you something? And Science. that's that the week that this episode is coming out, there will be a Friday the Thirteenth. That's too spooky for me. How about that? Which means that the following week there will be a Tuesday the Seventeenth. Oh, Shit. we're going to throw a party. We're going to celebrate. We're going to tag we... all of our psych friends, our former guests, uh, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffy B is coming through. The yes. reason that the show continues to go, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lamborghini. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yes. Anyway, Tuesday, the 17th. It is the 15th episode of season three. Sean and Gus are hired to find a camp counselor who disappeared near their old sleepaway campgrounds. Spooky activity abounds, and they must uncover if the dark past of the abandoned camp has come back to life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Let me tell you, wow. boys, the first four minutes of this episode are just pure references. Yeah. And I, and, and George, I want to hear what references you spotted. Yes. Um, I am a bit of a horror fan. Uh, I Basically, my entire personality outside of this podcast <laughs> is 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 about horror movies. Sure. Guys, I'm kidding. George is the horror <laughs> expert. No, but I, I found the first. I want to hear what references you spotted. But the thing that I loved was 
it was so comically over the top with all the jump scares mm-hmm. and and it was beautiful it was a work of art yeah yeah i mean it was a it was a lot of fun you know this is one where the style kind of takes precedence but it didn't really feel like it came at the expense of uh, a fun story you know there were some twists and turns along the way but i mean you really know what you're getting <laughs> with these first four minutes where uh, all right yeah so i'll run through you know the the guy's name is jason cunningham so mm-hmm. first of all jason obviously jason. but then also it's a double reference because sean cunningham is a producer for the series and directed the original friday the 13th um the canoe it transitions towards on the lake is also how the first movie ends and the pinata at the bottom of the lake is how jason looks at the end of part six uh, that's what you get for being a harlot. Thank you very much. Is classic conservative thinking behind a lot of slashers, especially in the 80s. And she's watching a hockey mask killer like in Friday the 13th, part three. Uh, and then, you know, she gets both opening of Friday Tude and closing of Friday Tude. Uh, and her name is even Annie, like the character in that opening. And then the 3D effect in the style of Friday the 13th, part three. Uh, that's just the four minutes. Wow. The episode, wow. especially I, I watched a, a, a documentary about the making of Friday the 13th and um, not the long one, George, the, mm. the shorter one that was like a TV show about it. But anyway, sure. Um, there's so much homage. I love that movie so much. There's so much homage in this and a lot of the shots, uh, how they film them, the, the, the oh. mood. Oh, and George is showing off his ink of a little baby. Is, oh, is that Mike? Is that Michael Michael Myers? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's him. That's the Michael Myers. No, it's Jason. It's Jason. It was it was just it, it was it, I had so much fun with this episode. And, mm-hmm. and George, I agree. Like, I don't think it lost its psychness in being this homage episode. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was absolutely, as I always say, it was a love letter. It was a yeah. love letter to, yes. to the entire genre, especially the slashers. Um, it was also a wonderful opportunity for Gus to shine. Oh yeah. It was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm in agreement with you boys on this episode. I really enjoyed it. I think it's, they, they, they dipped their toe into the homage episode pool um, in this season, mainly I think. Uh, but now I feel like they've got their full, their, their feet fully in the pool and in the lake even the, the crystal lake. lake yes there we go the, the song and the song even talks about, about the crystal waters of the lake the yeah. uh the, the it, it was brilliant mm-hmm. it was brilliant oh i think they do it really well I, I mean like not to belabor the point like you guys really like it doesn't it doesn't uh the episode's still good even though they're paying homage to obviously the slasher films really enjoyed it really enjoyed and they're it's still very funny even though yeah they do you know they're doing horror and jason or um, Freddy Krueger and the, slash, the whole slasher <laughs> thing, which is not typically the funniest thing, but they they get some really great jokes in. Oh, they, the, they, I also like that it's not limited to Friday. You know, they kind of branch out into yeah. a few other uh, references mm-hmm. as well. There's the yeah. logging truck blocking the highway from Friday or from Final Destination too. I was gonna say, yep. <laughs> and um, you know, the turns out she's a man from birth thing. Uh, I was like, what the hell? Like, what a weird no, that's thing a, for them to put uh, in. But then, of course, it's Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway um, Camp, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then also, it was funny where I was like, when they're like, oh, the kid had both left feet shoes on. I was like, is this a reference to Antichrist? <laughs> but it turns out it came out a year before Antichrist. Wow. So now I think that Lars loves Psych. Lars von that's what it is. Psych. That's, that's what it answer. is. 
Well, yeah. it's a good it's a good episode to make you love psych, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And the I, Antichrist. I, one of my <laughs> I, the Antichrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of my favorite things about this episode is very often we just get like like act one, act two, act three. I, I, you have your standard arc of of, of what those mean in terms of a, of a TV show or plot. Yeah. And they did a great mid episode reveal that, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so the whole thing is a farce. The, the girl that got killed in the beginning. And then the guy that got killed after that, it was, they hadn't actually gotten killed. The owner of the camp is opening the reopening the camp as a murder adventure party camp, which right. is a fucking cool idea. Yeah. They brought Sean and Gus there to, uh, Gus to help him out, Sean to see if he could figure it out. Um, great reveal. It's wonderful. And you're in that moment where the, the, then it's like, wait, the movie's continuing. Oh no, someone's going to die. And then, and then it jumped into the, I, I don't know that we've had actual murders on the, on in, in like in the live action of the show, watching someone get murdered, show them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, very atypical. I think the most gruesome yeah. thing we've discussed before was the guy who was about to get his his finger his hand cut off at the poker tournament. <laughs> oh yeah, um, it was dark. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I mean, really you got to go murder. for it. Yeah, if, if you're doing a horror movie, yep, can't they, pussyfoot around it. No, they the stakes were were raised so high. It yeah. was actually like ah, just a great episode. Can't just can't get past. How great it was, guys. And that's it. Um, and that's the end of the show. I'm done. <laughs> wow. The end. It was um, great. And it was a great mystery, too. Like, not only was mm-hmm. like the horror spoofs, like they were on, I think they were on point. Yeah. Um, but the actual crime was good, too. Like you said, JP, the mid, mid-episode reveal. Um, I also like to the sloppy-ish world building, which I don't know if it was sloppy, but calling the camp Camp Tikihama when that was the a reference back to, and I guess the qualifies as the P corner, but um, that one episode where they had can't uh, that uh, Sorry, the lion guy, lion Ryan. No, the, uh, the Isn't other guy, the, 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 the big guy, the what's his name? Tankana. And he was staying at Henry's house and like Sean and Gus were bringing him there. And they, he tried, they try to make him seem like he's an old camp counselor. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, right. he, he, he like improvs the name Tiki Hama. That's right. And then sings the song and they bring that exact song back in this episode. And that's fantastic. I did not spot that. That's fantastic. I knew it was from the uh, like it was it had been referenced. I thought it was from Lion Ryan, though. Just something that he had like drawn from. That is fun. No, that that would have made sense, too. Yeah, it's a good guess. I also I love so. So part of the plot of this episode revolves around uh, when Sean and Gus were at the camp as kids. Mm -hmm. um, They Sean has never gotten over the fact that Gus ditched him to make a pinata with some other kid. And we'll discuss that pinata a little later, but the pinata that Gus, that, uh, that Sean made on his own, that we see at the bottom of the lake tied to something. Yeah. Is a Rick Astley pinata and God <laughs> bless him. That was a good joke. Great joke. Rick roll. Kind of. Sure. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I want to ask what the hell was going on with this Lassie subplot. I, oh yes, my we God. have to address it. Depressing. It's where somewhere. they're clearly trying to wrap up his is lingering uh, uh, unrequited love with his wife. Yeah, <laughs> and they're set. It's a good setup so that now we can have swing and single Lassie sure. uh, in future seasons. Yeah, Justine Bateman looking yes. at just the smoke show ever. Great, the smoke show. great. I, I, Grew up watching Family Ties. She was a formative crush. So great to see her. 
Um, I feel like she was kind of, I mean, was it just me or did it feel like, yeah, I like that she was in it, but it almost, almost feel like she was kind of wasted as a, as a guest star because it was, she was in so little of the episode. Yeah. And, and it was so, the, 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 that plot just, I feel like that was maybe two scenes. I don't know. It was, and it was so, it was so disconnected from the rest of the, <laughs> what was going on. Right. There was I, like, no overlap. And they brought like and in a show where our guest stars often steal the show. She didn't. I mean, you, you, like they really they didn't give her much. She basically was her character from Arrested Development. She was on set already <laughs> doing <laughs> something else. She was like on the lot, and they were like, "Will you do us a favor? Will you be Mrs. Lassiter?" She's like, "Who? Sure, <laughs> don't worry about it. Just be." It was. It break was, up with this man. <laughs> I, I, it was, despite it kind of feeling out of place in the rest of the episode, nonetheless, it was powerful in terms yeah. of his character. It, it was it was beautiful. It was sad. And it gave a human side to Lassie. Now, they often it was do a the little abrupt. It feels a, a little abrupt. <laughs> they do the thing that where he's he's a baby and he doesn't understand how to live in the world and interact with people. Read a so situation. Yeah, and and so the like, is it too soon to, to to talk about children? Was a funny joke, but also, come on, he's not Lassie's not that dumb, right? He's not that socially inept. Flanderization has begun already. <laughs> three three seasons in. Yep. Oh, uh, I think well, what would have happened in any other episode, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did make it did make this one feel a little disjointed. But well, and it, still going to get closure of- on that. You know. It robbed us of Lassie being at the camp. Now, the, the yeah, soon as I thought true. that, though, as soon as I just said that, I realized, no, he just would have shot people immediately. That's so, probably true, too. Probably for the best that he wasn't there. And shots were fired, so he 100% would have, because it's uh, Juliet who ends up taking the the bad guy down at the end with a shot to the hand, right? It, yes. Is that, and George, was, is that a reference to anything? Shooting in the hand? Maybe another Antichrist? <laughs> That's right. I believe that in the Bible, that's how you defeat the Antichrist. You shoot him in the hand, right? Yeah, with a silver bullet. Well, they <laughs> right. definitely, they definitely did a scream thing where he got shot in the hand, and then he's immediately like, "You shot me in the hand. Why?" Like, <laughs> man, it was which I love that presentation of like the, the the villain where they're kind of both incredibly menacing and then also kind of bumbling. Um, yeah. It, it was it's just a nice I mean, they've done that with 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 the Friday the 13th series for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it, it, yeah, it was just a nice touch. The the I still couldn't really tell you <laughs> where Gus went after he got into a fight with the big bad. <laughs> and then but it was a fun reveal when Sean went down and found the body in the pool uh, and he flips it over and it's the guy and, you know, he's going to open his eyes because it's just fucking your horror movie trope. He never he's yeah. never dead the first time. Right. It was. It was. It, they did a good job of like because I think they took it up a notch in this one, violence wise, more than they have. And they, obviously, you're going to in a slasher uh, parody one, but like the bloody clothes in the dryer, that was like, and they were like freshly bloody. It was pretty creepy. I like. I mm. thought that that was a well done scene, kind of like mm. set the table of what's going on at, at this crazy camp. Wow, yeah. camp is crazy. I mean. It was it had all the elements of being actually creepy and, and scary. Like mm-hmm. it, it set that mood really well. It did. But also being very funny. And we can talk about some funny things. Oh, maybe man. one of the characters did. 
unless anybody else is either of you guys got anything else generally on the episode otherwise we can get into the old gushing of gus uh i just want to hedge my bets a little bit and say i did not think it was so insanely funny <laughs> this episode in wow yeah wow well i, I guess it was more uh, murder than normal so i i i had some laugh out loud moments with the episode uh i i i, I did there which i mean I, I generally do um so i guess that's not you know extra special but given the tone and the mood of the episode uh having some belly laughs was was a really it was it was a treat mm-hmm. and almost all of them of course came from gus yes pretty much yeah it was a good strong gus episode so let's mm, ever ever the case let's get into it uh gus gushes and you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna dive in and go first here um wow. and it is when he is early in the episode and he's uh, does his own gives himself his own nickname, and he's like, "My name's Gus. You can call me Slicks." And then he does his nose thing. <laughs> I love that. I love when Gus tries to be like tries to be cool, which it is. It, he is cool, but it's the effort is funny. Uh, George, I was gonna, yeah. Um, sorry, there's some chat from George. I'll, I'll save my comment on it, but um, me too, George. Um, We'll get to that in a second, but Doesn't um, I the, the storyline of Gus having this real connection with the the young lady and it like he's in and you know he's in and you know he's in and then the big reveal at the end is that uh, Jason is her fiance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, like maybe I should go with him. Like it was <laughs> it, it was really good. Um, him flirting with her was really funny every time. Um, at the time where he. The, like they, they threw the shovel like I it just I just was I, I was belly laughing at a lot of his interactions with her throughout the episode because he just thought he was so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it he was really fun. Did. Um, I am going to say my Gus Gush is for his competitive spirit at the beginning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where I love that he ditched Sean to go win. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny to me. Yeah. Um, I am with look, you on that. He doesn't even seem I, to feel bad about it, too. In yeah, any way. In, in real life, I understand you got to stick with your boys, but it's just a TV show. And so I think it's funny <laughs> that he did nice. this. Also, we don't know. Maybe him and Jason had been buddying up yeah. throughout, uh, throughout the summer. Off-screen friend. Yeah. Possibility. But they seem pretty chummy when they uh, are back in touch after however many years. Right. Yeah. So there you go. So yes, well, there I, you go. I picked Gus's competitive spirit. Nice. I picked the Gus trying to flirt and not being great at it. So All right. Just in well, general, that's... just the my 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 general what I gushed over with Gus. Sure. Gus gush. Sure. Yeah, it's happened. You know, we've had those before. We've always had we've we've had honorable mentions too. So it's like kind of the you know. I don't think yeah, we're allowed. That George, George said right. no. George said no. That that's right. sure yeah, we have. I would I would never allow that. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, I, I, and George, I, I, I'm with you. I was going to wait until now to mention this, but I, I will say I, you, you and I spotted the same pineapple in this episode. Guys, pineapples galore, and I got a wow. big, big surprise uh, to, to fill you in on. The competition is really heating up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, uh, let me tell you the current scores, okay? So in first place is George with 14 pineapples. Wow, that's me. Additionally, wow. uh, I, I guess our additional first place, is that, that's the way we say it here, our, our additional first place is Reeves 
with 14 pineapples. Oh my wow. god. We are tied right now. Okay. Oh, I hate that. Uh, then you got JP with 11 pineapples. And then bringing up the rear, we've got a fight for last place between Nate with one and Dace with one. Now, we won't count it, uh, although I do think if it comes down to a tiebreaker, uh, George gets a point. I also spotted the pineapple in this particular episode. There's a pineapple in Reeg's room, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, There's a pineapple in his room. We spotted it. It's we there. Spotted it. Spotted out Adorable. for this this one in particular. It is a pineapple lamp that my lovely wife made for me many Wonderful. years back. Yes. It is lovely. Mm-hmm. Now, gentlemen, uh, we are coming down to the wire. We got one more episode after this. Mm-hmm. Um, did I'll start, George? You you really you've been on top, so you're kind of te- you, you you're in the risky spot. We're gonna start with you. Did you spot a pineapple in this episode? Certainly did. Okay. Reeds, did you spot a pineapple in this episode? I did spot pineapples. Oh boy. Oh boy. Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I only spotted one pineapple. I'm pretty sure it's the one that everybody's going to get the point <laughs> for. Uh, and so I'll just reveal that one uh, in the opening scene flashback, the pinata that Gus made with Jason was a giant pineapple. Sure okay. was. It was a good one. I think we all get that. Uh, George, mm-hmm. did you get that one? I got that. I got you, that one, but I one? also have another one. I also okay. have another and one as well. Now, before we get into that, I want to let everybody know that we had someone reach out to us and let us know that they watched this episode and they spotted a pineapple. Now, was it the world's toughest pineapple? No, it was pretty much the easiest one all season. Yeah. But Dace, Dace spotted a pineapple. Dace. That puts him ahead of Nate, ladies and gentlemen. Nate's going yeah. to last place. And Dace is going to the second to last you, place. Incredible. Dace, Dace, amazing. Nate, get your we head out of your it. ass. We yeah. love it. Okay. Now, uh, now I'm hearing that people spotted other pineapples. I'm telling you, I didn't. Um, George, tell yeah. me where else you saw a pineapple. Oh, you know they went into a fridge. fridge. And that means there's a pineapple, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Is that it the was, one you found two weeks? I did. Yeah, they opened it and it's like from the cameras from like the fridges point of view and you see the pineapple there. Wow. Yeah, that's All true. Right. Now, there was now, one other pineapple that yes. nobody spotted. In hold the on, episode. hold on. Well, you don't know shit about shit, JP, because oh, I did spot it. What? Oh, my God. Reeves, did you spot did another spot pineapple? It. I did not spot another pineapple. Oh, God. My this God. Is big, guys. This is oh, big. my God. This is right, fucking Reeves. huge. Riggs, you sit back and, and you may be losing the season here. We still got one more episode after this, though, so we'll see. George, tell me where the other pineapple was. When in that same scene, when they're uh, um, like when he points to the case, like that kid's been wearing a jacket all week. <laughs> that kid is standing in front of a lady holding a pineapple. Like a yeah, that's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. That's almost verbatim what's on the uh, website. I am impressed. That's how it's yeah, yeah, been wearing yeah, a jacket baby. all week. Oh, yeah, Classic Mr. X luring you in with like Dude, the obvious pineapple I, and well, sneaking a, another one in. <laughs> Early pineapple, so you're so fucked. Fucking and Henry's Kitchen did appear through. in this one. <laughs> I, look, I took this very seriously because there's a Lamborghini like, on the fucking line. There's a Lamborghini on the line and you're right that I was coasting for a little bit. I'll admit it. I got lazy and I had been in first for so long that I forgot what it felt like to be threatened. And then here comes Riggs nipping at my heels and I had to fucking, literally. Yeah, I had to bring yes. out the uh, the magnifying glass and uh, I boy, I was eyes peeled, baby. I, this, like a this, this explains why you love right? 
This explains why you loved Gus's competitive spirit in this yes. episode so much. Yes. Not that's for the love of right, the game, maybe. but for the love of winning. Yeah. Right. Winning. All right. Winning. All right, well, Tiger blood. That's me. Right. Let me. Charlie let Sheen. Me, nope. Let me Charlie Sheen. Hold on. I'm Charlie Sheening. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me while I sheen. Give him a second. He's sheening. <laughs> All right, did you guys get all your sheen out of your system? Yeah. Tiger blood. Son of of Mars. (laughs) I don't even know if he said that one. I might have just made that one. I think he made that one up, but we're going to accept it. Pretty good. Pretty good. canon now. (laughs) All right. So right now, as we go into the final episode of the season, here are the the rankings. Bringing up the rear is Nate Kylie. Nate, come on. You're better than this. And we will be razzing you uh, in the notes and, and on Twitter. Um, and then in fourth place, we've got Dace with two pineapples. Dace, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being a fan of the show. Yes. Continuing uh, to, to watch along with us and to tell us about your pineapples. Then in uh, third place, JP with 12 pineapples. Second place, currently Reeves with 16 pineapples. And in first place, the current number one, George with mm. 17 pineapples. Folks, the Charlie Sheening has continued over here silently. He's I'm doing a dance. Very visibly Sheening. Oh, oh, watch me. Watch me while I sheen. Oh, my God. He's sheen. Oh, my these God. Moves. I don't know when he had time to choreograph this. Clearly, George is on TikTok. He knows all the dances. Legs aren't supposed to bend that way. That's why I've been watching a lot of Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, very good. Um, George is in first place for now. We still got oh, another. It feels episode. good. It feels good, folks. Yeah. We'll see what happens well, next week. Let's just say I spotted two pineapples for next week, too. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess we'll see. That's a whole week away. So who yeah. knows what could happen? That's you're fucking right, Riggs. We also can't get confirm. to watch it again. Get to we watch it again. Confirm. I think there's some X factors in this whole thing, though. On the one hand, we haven't yet heard where those pineapples were and confirmed mm. it against mm-hmm. the official list. Additionally, mm. let's not forget that Riggs got a pineapple that he spotted that even the list didn't have. He right, sent bro. us photographs of it from the still shot of the bro show. Seats. And yeah. he was right. Mm-hmm. And he was right. Yeah. So anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything Anything can happen. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nailed it. Well, speaking of pineapples, we got to rate this bitch out of pineapples. Wow. That was aggressive. (laughs) I don't think we're saying that anymore. Got to rate this bitch. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's rate it. Who wants to go first? Who has the power? I think last time time it went Reeves, George, JP. Um, and so this time it's going to go George J.P. Riggs. Oh, right. boy. That sounds fair <laughs> to me. <laughs> All right. You know, look, uh, I love I love what they're doing as far as the horror stuff goes. I think that it's clear that they're coming to it with a lot of love. Uh, it's 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 fun. You know, there's a, there's a lot of going on even just beyond um, the content as far as like the look of it. You know, they put on a, a grainy film stock. <laughs> filter for the for the uh for the show but it's also you know afflicted by some of the issues that afflict some of the horror movies of the era as well which is that uh the fil- the villain really does like nothing for me in terms of like him being like come on i can't believe you shot me like that I, it's done a thousand times and you're right that it is like scream but when you compare yourself to something as good as Scream, unfortunately, you will often find yourself lacking. Um, and I, I, I love what the villain kind of represents as far as the twist. I think that that's a lot of fun. 
but the the guy himself, you know, there's only so much room for development, and they tried here and there, but uh, it felt a little underbaked to me on that front. And like I said, the Lassie subplot was really not working for me. Um, but it is a it is a fun app, you know. They're doing a lot of stuff that speaks to my love of horror. You know, Crazy Ralph on his bike gets referenced. You know, lots of fun stuff, and. I think that the things that don't work are outweighed by the things that do work for me. And so I'm going to give this seven pineapples with the knowledge that I can change. That's that is a very good score. score. Uh, um, I'm going to jump in. Um, I think that I tend to like the homage episodes, maybe more than both of you. Not, not saying that you guys don't enjoy them, but to me, part of the fun is seeing how much the people making it loved and paid attention to the source or the sources. Um, you know, it, it, these aren't people just kind of making this shit up. They, they know the genre and they, they, they found a way to make a psych episode that was a slasher. I, I, and, and, and they even like upped the ante and, and, and the stakes. Uh, it, people actually died in order mm-hmm. to tell a horror movie story. The lighting, the, the, the soundtrack, the, the, end, the shot of, of Jules and Gus and Sean staring at the lake, uh, uh, which is, 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 is it the first or the second that ends that way of Friday the 13th, where they, it's just that, they, they, they capture that melancholy of a job well done, uh, but but at what cost? I mean, it, it just to me, it was it was it, it was it, they really it was I got to watch Psych and I got to also watch like some form of a slasher. And, and it was just so much fun for me. Mm-hmm. I did laugh a lot. And, and I also just they're willing to take chances. Uh, they're three seasons into this show and they're willing to take big swings and. I think this is one where they took a big swing and they actually hit it. I, 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 I so with all that said, nine pineapples. Wow. Good score. Hardy score. I am, I think I, I like this one. Now, I, if you were to ask me to rank it based on my memory before watching it again, I'd probably would go somewhere like five because my memory of it was, I liked it, but it was such a far, um, divergence from their normal formula which in my memory i don't know if i love so much um because the and normally when they do it it's very you know they're hitting hard on like an 80s theme which they clearly all love even like the actors love doing that too so this one i forgot about it a lot when i um when it came time to watch it again but re-watching it now i i like it a lot more than my memory served because it is a really good horror spoof i feel like and it's not their usual thing but i think they're able to execute well especially in the in this season they're doing that more like i said and i think they're getting better at it and i feel like if, since they're able to execute in something they don't normally do and you know it's it's, it's good it's a mark of a of, of a good well-written show for the most part um there are problems with it. it's the, but at that said i'd like the episode it's not my favorite episode i can't see me watching this you know, rewatching this too often because it's again, it's it's so far from the normal psych comforting formula that I love so much, but it's good. So I think I'm 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 in, in tandem with George here, where I'm going to go with seven. Now, Reeks, can I ask you? Did 
you said it, it really it didn't give you that psych comfort. Did, did it give you a spook? Did it give you a spook? I was watching a lot of it like with my hands over my eyes, like peering through <laughs> my finger slits. No wonder you didn't spot that third pineapple. I didn't spot that third uh, pineapple. For those of you, for those of you who are, you know, you're listening, you don't get to watch us on Zoom, but that's also how he records the podcast every mm-hmm. week, mostly yeah. with his, 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 his eyes. I'm starting to think that he just glued his hands to his face. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> sort of Homer Simpson accident. <laughs> We're gonna have to solve both your arms. Pretending off. to be like scared or shy, he's like, "It's like really we've been shy. hanging out for a long time." Glue is. Reeds, really are you trying to get your eyeball to grow to grow through your hands like in Pan's Labyrinth? That's the ultimate goal. Could you imagine how fucking cool that would be? I mean, can you blame me? Right? It would be so <laughs> rad. Or that you one Mario Fauno over there. Mm-hmm. Um, the one Mario boss. There's a Mario Which boss one? with the you, the 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 rock hands, and you have to hit the eyes. That's oh yes, of, the of hands. course. Yes. Uh, um, sure, of course. We but that we don't even have to say it. his name because it's so obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, we don't, don't. Yeah. Don't. 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 Don't treat our audience like they're dumb. They know it. They, they get the know. reference. It's, it's yeah. I'm not even gonna dance around it. But that's it. We did all orders of business. George, if you'd be so kind as to let them know where they can find us before we get out of here. Hey, George, did you uh, want to did you want to rethink your your? Oh your yeah, score? I'm sorry. Yeah, did you want to change your score? Uh, no, I don't. All right. I think it's a seven. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It was nice. um, giving you the opportunity, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, as correct can, your mistake. Sure, they can find us. At <laughs> <laughs> heard about Pluto Pod on gmail.com and heard Pluto Pod on twitter.com. That's twitter.com. T-W-I-T-T-E-R D-O-T. No, is that on the is that on the World Wide Web? I believe it is, JP. Wow. Fast. What a time to be alive. Find us there. H connect with us. Connect with us on the web. Colon slash slash www.twitter.com com sure and you'll find us at herd pluto pod there like george said and do that leave us a review and we'll read it on air and we'll also see you next week bye bye smooches 